Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hello. And Britt Falcon. Hi. Today we'll be discussing the latest episode of Gravity Falls, The Last of Mablecorn. Kind of a... Uh, unsurprising name of the episode considering how heavy this one is in terms of plot for the show we finally have the plot episode we've been looking for and we will definitely get into all the details of it uh you can find out all the uh details about this podcast at overlyanimated.com and we cover every, every episode of gravity falls the next one only in like two or three weeks i think so that's good uh, finally, this show is not airing month to every four months. Uh, so let's get into The Last Mabel Court. And spoilers, of course, uh, for all of Gravity Falls throughout. Uh, Delaney, what did you think of this episode? I really liked it. It was, I mean, I, Mabel is my favorite character. So an episode that's, I mean, I don't know how we're going to classify A plot, B plot or whatever. Because this, this is also a weird episode. We don't really have episodes that are like this. But, um... I just it was I was it was great and windy finally windy. But yeah, and we had first windy sighting in like last, five episodes. Yeah, yeah, forever. Like windy is around. And then uh, I do my I'm I was a little sad. Stan wasn't really around, and I, Stan is my second favorite character, and he was just kind of there, and I missed him. But Ford was cool, and I don't know. It was a really good episode. Of course, we've just been waiting for Bill. We're like, where's Bill? What's going on? And finally, some plot, and just who doesn't love unicorns and the girls candy is terrifying <laughs> and just whenever the girls get together great things happen and it was really nice to see them out and not just in the shack or whatever like they went on an adventure again it was great nice uh brit what do you think this is my favorite episode <laughs> oh my god it was perfect there was like unicorns and it was super girly and the girls all got together, but there was still like plot elements. It wasn't just like, let's go punch a unicorn in the face and do random stuff. There was like an actual just... like purpose to what was happening. So that like boosted it for me. And it was just great. I just love watching the girls interact. And then I like, liked the Dipper Danford. Ford, we're gonna call him Ford. We're gonna call Ford, him Ford. Yeah. Ford. Just like interacting, because they're both like super serious, <laughs> and I adore them. So yeah. this was the best. Yeah, I agree. What what an episode. Uh, I, I I mean, I was already expecting to like this one. You know, Mabel and the girls going to unicorn plot. That's like perfect. <laughs> we that's yeah. what we've been missing. That's what we've been needing from this show. I mean, in all seriousness, though, there's, this show is sometimes. Um, has a problem with too much of a male focus and like Mabel's sidelines and when she's the focus she just has a romantic plot you know um so it's great to have a girl power episode especially trying to get something done although uh once again you know the females are doing something of less consequence while Dipper uh, is doing more plotty things but I wasn't even thinking about that until now because the episode was so wonderful and uh it's I did not expect to get every single question kind of answered uh like seriously though we this episode is the most heavy plot episode i think uh in the show's history it like like we've had we spent like three episodes introducing ford and that's great but we that left more questions than answers almost this one just gives us like every answer (laughs) and it connects uh bill cypher about bill and ford and uh and bill and ford and like uh, everything that they did with the society the blind and like all of it just is just connected and now it kind of finally seems like we're going towards some sort of end game with this show um we still don't have confirmation on a third season we don't even know how many episodes this season is last i checked uh there's some uh there's one like thing where people thought this thing represented episodes which would indicate there's 21 this season instead of 20 uh mm-hmm. things nate posted that in our patreon group but like I, it's <laughs> there's a lot of uh i tend to take these uh, over van over analyzing things with a grain of salt but i don't know it was was this a heavily predicted thing that ford would be inherited would have already made a pact with bill and that uh i, I don't know i didn't really see this coming and i didn't see it coming that they would like say the twist and then like kind of resolve it all within like two minutes yeah you know i expected the episode to end on like a very terrifying note like we have like we literally had like the nazi war room with bill like that's what happened that's what that scene was like that completely threw me off 
Yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> that was kind of crazy. Uh, in terms of this specific episode, uh, I, last last time we podcasting Rowdy Falls last week or the last episode it was not last week. I was pretty heavily critical of the show it, of that episode. It was kind of flawed plot wise. It moved too fast. It was nonsensical. Uh, I think this episode's the exact opposite. I think this episode has tons of. Um, it does move too fast, but it makes tons of really good choices in terms of how to like have this. So the big question with the show is once we finally connect Bill and we reveal all of the plot stuff, how are, how are we going to do that? Uh, and I think they make a really good decision here in putting it in the B-plot of an episode. Uh, I actually think that the strong parts of this episode are the unicorn stuff and the A-plot, right? Uh, I, I just I think it's wonderful. I think everything they do with the unicorn, like, uh, just they, they went crazy with the animation and it was wonderful. And uh, actually, I link a lot of the plotty reveals in the B-plot kind of moved really fast right right and they um oh yeah and it wasn't necessarily super strong like if if we weren't so interested in what the plot was then i don't think that's like narratively as strong as this what happens in the a plot if that makes sense um so like from a critical quality perspective i think it's a great idea to disguise that by putting in the b plot and not focusing on it because once you start to look into it too much you kind of realize hey we're kind of just throwing plot advancements out here and none of it's like i don't know is it satisfying is it like is it makes is it uh, logical but we don't we don't think about that because it's kind of all condensed into the there's unicorns uh it's it's unicorns and we're like focusing on that and um like they're dangling unicorns in front of us and they're like ooh, shiny and then there's like and then like whispering (laughs) plot things in our ears yeah that's what's going on i mean i don't know if i I don't know if the listeners are gonna like inherently i don't know if you guys agree with this but like it's maybe i feel like if you watch this episode a few more times you'd realize like uh the the stuff in the b plot is not necessarily super strong maybe when i rewatch it it'll be i will i will disagree with that but like well i mean it's just like it's just what happened like you're saying last last episode it was just going really quickly i actually missed several things like i would glance away like briefly because something was happening like in my room and i'd look up and then i'd miss whatever like i missed the whole part that he has a metal plate in his head yeah and I um like it was just going so quickly and it was like suddenly now there are bill posters and things everywhere and we're in like a shrine and it was like what am I watching? Yeah, I was trying to like I was trying to get every all of the plot advancements down and it was like a lot happened very quickly. It did. Yeah. And I'm not saying it wasn't good, but I feel like uh, the show knows that it's actually the thing that everyone loves about this show, which is kind of this crazy mystery plot that unravels, is kind of actually one of the weaker parts of the show. Uh, yeah. which is kind of controversial. I feel like maybe not everyone agrees with that, but I'm pretty sure that Alex Hirsch pretty firmly knows this. Like he, and it's not, not knows that it's a fact, but he believes it, you know? Uh, like he yeah. had these episodes, not what he seems is a great example. That was a huge plotty episode and he chose to focus on character so much. And I talked about this last week is the show is so great. I'm focusing on character rather than plot. And, uh, this is a, this is one where they kind of had to just throw a lot of plot out here. Uh, and it wasn't super strong in terms of forward, like increasing his character development and stuff like that. But uh, they integrate it and kind of disguise it pretty well, I would say. Uh, and I'm pleasantly surprised at how they accomplished it. Yeah, same. Do you, you do you agree with that? What do you think of that, Britt? I <laughs> think it was. Sucked. Yes, I'm like I'm contemplating. I think that it could have been executed better. I don't think that it was bad. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want to say that it's weaker. Like the mystery is weak because they could do a lot with it. They they have a lot of, you know, territory to be able to cover with sort of interdimensional nightmare this demon creature from another dimension. You know, there's lots that they can do with that. And this scientist who created like a portal to another dimension that he lived in for 18 years or 20 years however long he he was in there I don't remember the date but so I feel like they could do a lot with that but maybe they aren't and that which would inherently make it weaker but they would are they worried about being too dark I mean that's kind of the other thing that you kind of bring up is like is what we ultimately get revealed even like satisfying given the build-up and like given all the things that they could go where all the places they could go with it right uh, like I knew, yeah. like I knew, pretty much inherently. Like I had assumed that Ford had made a pact with Bill. I thought that was pretty common knowledge. It just made sense um, in terms of plot and what we've seen before that that 
clearly is what what happens. So because Jill makes deals with everyone. Shopping. Jill makes deals with everyone. And for a moment there, I thought they were really going to, you know, not hold any punches and make Ford Bill, and that would be terrifying. Like, how would they deal with that? You know, that would be a very interesting sort of endgame plotline. And I guess in theory, they resolved it so nicely they could still be in there. But... Um, I just want them to flesh out Ford more as a more dimensional character. And give, you know, Bill the power that he has. There's going to be, is he going to release some Titans or some Nightmare Dimension? Like, I really want to know why he wants to do that. Well, I think the problem... I, just, I, I want think more. You know what I mean? Like, the mystery they is can't big. Flesh out, they can't flesh out Ford. Why not? They it, it would ruin Ford's character. They can't flesh him out. Because is, is, is just, you're saying his character is inherently a mystery? Is that what it is? Yeah, like, that's, that's like, that's the whole, like, gimmick with him. Mm. Like... I would, I'm going to use a Doctor Who example. Granted, I'm kind of a minority here with the Doctor Who, but this opinion, but like Clara Oswald is a plot device, and then they made her a character and it ruined her. I feel like that's what would happen with Ford if they fleshed him out too much. That's part of the right. That's why Ford is interesting. He's a mystery. We don't know anything about him. Is he's he's a mystery in a different way than Stan was. Stan was a character and then a mystery. Ford is just a mystery, and. Mm. My, and we've already talked about the mystery element of the show. I would agree. Like, I mean, it's interesting. I love it. But, like, it's not all the way there. Like, this isn't, like, up there with, like, I don't, I'm trying to, like, like, it's mystery. But it's not, like, you know, this isn't, like, the epitome of mystery. Even it's though I love Falls and it's great. Yeah, like, it's not, like, the epitome of, like, it's not, like, the best mystery ever. And, like, that's what would Ford would need. Like, Ford would, like, to unravel Ford, it would have to be, like, really, really, like, they would have to really go there and... For, and a character like for I, I mean, I, part of me kind of thinks they don't want to get too dark, but then also I don't really necessarily think that's a thing. But um, like to unravel Ford would to would to be to ruin his character. Like I'm sure we'll get more information about him, but when the show is over, at whatever point it is, I don't think we'll know that much about Ford because to know Ford will. Okay, yeah, like, it's focusing yeah, on the set, focusing on this episode more, but. Briefly, I heavily disagree on Clara, and uh, it's. I think that, which is not important right now, but I, I, I don't think that uh, Ford is. Um, I, I think Ford's character is introduced as a mystery. I think this episode, just thinking of this one, is kind of weaker because. Um, not that I think the episode's weak at all. It's just the B plot would be more interesting if I cared about Ford more, you know? So I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe if he's a person, then he loses whatever makes his character. Maybe that's uh, a thing. I don't know. But all I know is that, uh, the reason the B plot is, um, maybe not as strong as some previous plot developments is because, uh, we don't have these, this character focus because Ford's, you know, not developed and stuff. Um, anyway, that's what- I mean, we get some, we get some- character focus with maple and her life yeah no i think the a the, the a1 definitely does is is great yeah, for that yeah. nothing, like ford is just there like i don't care about ford like he's cool but like i don't care which i would love, love to have more character with him but like at the same time it would like oh now he's just he's just whatever and he's not like i don't know it just well, like introducing a character for the way they introduce ford is really interesting in that moment but now it's kind of like now we just have ford and it's like what do we do with him I, I think the answer is you develop him. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree that that ruins, like, I, I think his, his mystery purpose is accomplished or will be once we get more of the plot out. I and if he's so. going to be a person, then he needs to be more of a person, I guess. Anyway, this, this episode, I think, I feel like it's interesting because Britt was kind of talking about how whether uh, a lot of the reveals they have are, like, ultimately satisfying. I feel like that's kind of Britt was getting at. Ultimate satisfying if this is like the ultimate, ultimate reveal. Because it didn't feel like an ultimate reveal, you know? I feel like we got bits and pieces of something, like... I think that this was like I, the biggest ultimate think... reveal we've had to this point, though. That's, that's Yeah, like, they played but off like, as one, but it wasn't one. But I also, like, don't think that we, A, know everything yet, and B, I don't... I really hope this is the ultimate reveal. I still hope that there's more. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 this can't stop here. I don't think. Like, I'm thinking we have to have it. Le- like, I mean, I don't even know if we'll pick back up with Bill. Like, next episode, I doubt it. Like, I think I, I could see us having like two episodes where Bill is like in the background, and like we'll get little flashes of Bill, but I don't think he'll necessarily be the focus for a few episodes. And then we'll come back to like whatever the heck Bill is doing, and like yeah. get more information. Yeah, I. This episode leaves us at a point with the plot where it's just, it can be very linear. We have enough information that they could go from here 
and just go from the place we're at and go in a place we don't need more information for the plot to conclude right now that's yeah. the thing that's why this is so striking of a plot uh, development episode we've never really been at this point before where uh, the show could just end like the, the next week could be the finale because if it, yeah. it, because of uh, the place that they left us um, I'm someone who doesn't care about uh, the overall mystery plot of the show that much so I'm not someone who's going to be disappointed by the reveal in this episode but I could totally see like first of all the initial reaction this episode is going to be super positive and people are going to be hype but I think what's going to happen next is that people who spent who would love analyzing uh, the mystery threads uh, throughout uh, Gravity Falls and like writing meta and stuff which I, th- I feel like is kind of a little bit fruitless even though the show has been good with its reveals and been building them up and stuff um I feel like I mean, the, the show has coke at the end of every episode. Like it definitely <laughs> it encourages it, yeah. But it's also a little bit of a uh, a gimmick, you know, or like a distraction. Yeah. It's um, definitely a gimmick. It's not. It's a, it's a gimmick. Bit. It's just like a, a uh, like a facade or something. I don't know. Um, but I feel like people might kind of uh, be like disappointed. I guess from some of the stuff we get, I'm not sure how the how the uh, majority uh, mystery loving contingent of the fan base will react. <laughs> because like the big reveal in the music with like oh does he worship bill what the heck like i think they played like that got played up as like this is a really big deal but then we get to the end and it's kind of like oh that just kind of happened that was like 30 seconds don't worry about it so i don't necessarily think this is i mean this is going to be like information like he got but I, I, like like Britt was saying like this isn't like they played it up for like 30 seconds as a giant reveal but they really just kind of spoon fed us like little bits of information it was. I think that was too fast. Um, I don't know if it was well done. Uh, I. I mean, I'd have to watch it again. And it's yeah. It's it's a, it's a lot to take in right now, and of course we're podcasting on this immediately so after the episode. Uh, but I, I I think that that kind of my initial reaction would be that fell into the trap of uh, that the show is often done, which is having plot reveals too fast. I mean, that was the whole reason last week's ep- or you know last episode was not uh, incredible. Uh, just went through uh, these the climax and the plot of the episode like super fast, and this I think did it too. Uh, but yes. again, uh, ultimately I think, and let's get talk about episode specifics now. I ultimately think it was a very strong episode, kind of because uh, how they structured the episode, and we have this extremely strong a plot. And um, what do you? I don't know. We're kind of. I like. How, I like how we're in like this broad discussion, so I don't want to ruin it by going uh, joke by joke through the episode. What do you guys think of? Uh, Okay, what's this? Celesta, Bella, Bethabel. There you go. (laughs) Clearly making fun of my little pony the entire time, and I am all for that. What do you know? As, I don't know, what's your familiarity with um, the uh, unicorn, uh, like, cultural establishment stuff? And what did you, how do you think of how they, like, uh, uh, parodied it, Britt? One, I love unicorns. I always loved unicorns. I had several unicorn teeny babies as a child, and they all had names. And I used to watch My Little Pony. Anyways, I think it is hilarious that they made fun of just sort of like the trope of like unicorns being beautiful and special and lovely and perfect. They also made a reference to legend. I don't know if anybody saw that. I've seen it. It was great. The movie Legend, like in the book, you have to go on a magical quest. And there's like a scene in the movie Legend where the woman is pure of heart and she's like singing this beautiful song to the unicorn. It's like riding towards her and then she touches it and then everything goes awful. But anyways, so it's kind of it's like it's a it's the show is, I think, making a very strong reference to that because it's a very famous like cult movie. Don't watch it. That was terrible. Um, actually, yes, no, you should watch it. It's, it's like it's like the fun terrible, anyways. But it's very much that sort of the trope. You have to be pure of heart to. It's a fairy tale element. The trope you you have to be pure of heart to touch a unicorn, but unicorns are actually just bitter and awful and normal. Morality is relative. Punch a unicorn in the face. Yes, Maple does. <laughs> Maple's conclusion: morality is relative, and yeah, that's just all wonderful. Uh, same question, Delaney. Familiarity with unicorn stuff. How do you think they uh, parodied it? I mean, my fam- I mean, I like know My Little Pony is a thing, and like that's it. And I have like a a brother of a friend who is very much into My Little Pony, and I'm just like, I know it's a thing, and I know like the name of like two of them, and I'm just like, I'm just like the general like I know what a unicorn is, and I think they're cute, and like. The- <laughs> the constant like unicorns are perfect i was really more into the pure of heart thing because like that cracks me up as like an rpg nerd Mm -hmm. and like 
all those kinds of stories and like fairy tales and it's like you have to be pure like that cracked me up the most and like of course they were like mabel of course mabel is pure of heart and like that parody to me was, was like the funniest i mean the unicorn was great too also like just the the animation for the unicorn was absurd and that was like the best part which is like everything like the anim for me it was like the visual parody was more interesting with the unicorns because like i mean i'm not saying i was expecting it but like I've seen the parody before where it's like the unicorns are awful. So like that wasn't like the big that wasn't like the funniest thing ever to me because like I've seen that before. But uh like it was the animation was funny and like it, I mean unicorns are just great. Like who doesn't love unicorns? And like it was just great. But the pure of heart thing for me was like the funny Okay, part. yeah. I guess I guess that could be like two uh two different concepts there try like lampooning in that. Uh, I, I could see that. Yeah, I also I don't have a ton of familiar, familiarity with unicorn stuff. I don't think this is parodying My Little Pony. I, I think that's like not what we're getting into here. At least the current show. You know, maybe well, like that's the not, that's just oh, her name. Like that's like the yeah, the celestials. So just yeah, that's like, that's true. Yeah. Like that. Well, and how the unicorns look too, because like the color schemes and like that's kind of like how My Little Pony like unicorns look. Yeah, that could be. I mean, maybe like yeah. more of the dolls, you know, and like maybe previous yeah. shows rather than the current one, which like yeah. has the whole brony subculture, which I don't think they're really intending to parody here. No, um, I don't think was... they're trying to parody that. They yeah. are parodying. I just thought visually it was just kind of like. Oh, yeah, I could see visually, yeah. Um, that's what I meant. I didn't mean like. They might be just I don't parodying know like unicorn lore in general, which I think they probably are yeah, yeah. and I, I just i thought this was also wonderful like uh for a while just uh just when they're playing it straight kind of they have the crazy animation with celeste bell death bell and um it was uh pretty pretty crazy and the voice uh her voice i don't know who actually voiced her i think uh alex Hirsch did one of the the unicorn bros at the end but i don't know if he was doing uh celeste bell death bell but it's it was it was all really good and then at the end when uh we have the the unicorn bros come in and everything with uh the pulling the I, i'm trying to find in my notes but pulling the pure of heart ski, scam and it was that was wonderful i i liked that more than a lot of <laughs> things recently in general it was one of my favorite things recently in, in life and i mean it's really funny because like like the show is all about scams and of course the unicorns in the forest pull scams that's true that's a good point yeah they would be I liked when they scammed the gnomes out of the fairy test. Oh yeah, and we, this episode <laughs> also had a a, I, like, a drug like, encounter. Was, yeah, was, a, a drug was, deal. Yeah. That, okay, let's talk about that <laughs> scene because that was absurd. That was beautiful. I loved it so much. <laughs> we had to go get butterflies. I like okay, the so way they tickle my the beard. Delaney here. Yeah, they bust to the tavern, and Candy, like, breaks a bottle. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I was so messed up. I was just like, Candy, you're, like, 12. Stop. And then they, we are like, humans, and we take what we want. But <laughs> everything, yeah. everything in the A-plot was just glorious. And then, like, seedy deal in the tavern with the fairy dust. And... Yeah, they trade two bags of fairy dust for butterflies. Um, but it was... Uh... Hey, uh, what, uh, what I, I don't remember what I called it, but yeah, it's just the I don't, drugs. A, 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 yeah, the, and they just play it so straight with it just being a drug, a drug deal. They're in the like middle that. of an empty forest and they're being sketchy, like they're on a street corner, <laughs> with they're not looking at each other yeah. in the jackets, and it was just, oh, <laughs> everything about it. And then the gnomes, and then out. we even have like we even have dirty cops, like we have dirty gnome cops who take bribes, like what? Tell it to the cute little owl dressed like a judge. Yeah. I hope we get to see that trial. We didn't, we didn't see the owl they dressed as a judge, though. Like, we talk like... about how we have, we have a dead owl joke. That's a Harry Potter reference that I really Oh, yeah, and about. we had a Harry Potter dead owl okay, of joke, Of course, yeah. I love any episode that's a Harry Potter reference. Like, quality. Quality. There's just so much here, yeah. Which uh, is also oh, really funny because they're trying to make you go to Hogwarts. Huh, funny. But... And then, of course, oh. if there's any elephant, it's dead. Like, wow, rude. Rude. Yeah, so the highlights for me, yeah, highlights for me, they thought are just that. Uh, everything with, you know, everything with the gnomes. The, the, the ultimate reveal with the unicorns. And um, it, it's... Oh, Wendy. Just Wendy in general. Wendy and uh, Grenda, Grenda also smashing rock over her face. I mean, that was kind of intense, too, you know. Grenda, <laughs> Grenda always... is always a treat. Like, everything Grenda does makes me happy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, well, I guess we could go over the. Well, probably at the end of this, we'll probably do joke by joke quickly. Uh, but uh, just all, all, all everything. I think feel like everything in the plot just really, really strong in a way the show hasn't been in a while. Not yeah. in a while, you know. But like, it, it, we haven't had. I guess the closest thing was Dungeons, Dungeons, more Dungeons to this That's type of just really good execution on a concept, humor wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, we just had a lot of these like forward introduction episodes and stuff like that. Uh, let's talk the plot stuff. I mean, we talked about it for a while already, but let's specifically go through the plot reveals i guess um so uh yeah so dipper puts the thing on ford's mind and ford's head right when he's ford ford has like a metal like plate in his head protecting his brain i don't know what a ford thing to do yeah i i assume that is a technology of some sort and not just a metal plate that's expected to unless it's like anti-magnetic or something like that it's aluminum he has his tinfoil hat yeah he just has a tinfoil hat on uh so yeah so bill is i mean okay so i'm looking in like the end of the episode on the outline but there's also a plot revealed earlier in the episode right uh we get um we get everything with uh like how ford initially introduced bill and it's like here's the thing with the end how much of what was established before this is still true right uh yeah I guess how I, yeah, I guess how the episode tries to play it off at the end, and it's kind of a lot to take in, is that Ford ultimately wasn't acting, uh, trying to trick anyone. He was just hiding information, but everything still was accurate in spite of that. Do you, did you also get that at uh, that read on it? Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't like. I mean, he didn't seem to be lying, which is very clear that he was hiding things. I think everything's still true it just though i still i think he's still hiding things like i still think like we or we still haven't gotten the whole story it's I like because because yeah. earlier in the episode uh ford establishes that kind of what we already know about bill and that he needs to to occupy people because uh he can only go in the mindscape no physical form and he, yeah. he says he wants the rift uh and that still like, seems to be true just, he end. just kind of like restates like he's just kind of like reminding us about bill because we haven't really seen bill in a bit yeah he's but then like, the, the, the rift the rift thing i guess is new info though we got it from um we could have inferred That's did, why he did we have that from yeah. Gideon last week or something i think i, feel I like... think we we knew bill wanted the rift i yeah. think yeah but uh it's I, I guess i'm just struggling a little with the logic of why how how is it that Ford is hiding this, but also not hide, but also it doesn't matter because everything else he's saying yeah. is still true and stuff like that. I feel like it's a little that's a little tough to grasp. I mean, it could he could be lying? I suppose he could still be lying to yeah. to dip, Dipper or not be telling the whole truth. Well, everything with Fiddleford is still like super sketch, and it's like where's Fiddleford going to come in? And like because he's in all of the flashbacks, and Fiddleford just looks ticked. And like weird things always happens to happen to him, and we still don't actually know what he saw. And so like, there's uh, still like, yeah. I mean, he says happened. he says that he saw the Bill's true uh, yeah. plan. Yeah. So they but, did and then do... we see like a flash of like the whatever it looks like demon portal. The demons that are hiding, but, yeah, that he would release. But we I see still that don't. But that means, but that doesn't. I don't know. Like, I still think we like we don't we still don't have the whole picture. Like, I, I, I mean, I get I get the impression that you're getting, which is like uh, that this isn't super coherent. Everything that we get thrown yeah. at us. Um, but that being said, like I said, this episode does tie everything together. And whether you buy that it's the full story or not is another thing. But like we do see what uh, Fiddleford saw. It ties to Bill. We saw we we learn what bill's doing uh we bill tied to ford we have bill tied to ford it does actually explain everything uh in a very very basic not satisfying way but yes yeah yeah. Like, that, that's, we... yeah that's the thing i feel like a lot of people aren't going to be satisfied by this these reviews i mean like what, what, if, fine with it? what if it's like this the plot that advances from here is going to be so just out of the box and different from what we're expecting that this reveal isn't going to matter later on in the rest of the episodes because where the plot progressive is just beyond this this is just with building up to not what we are expecting to build it up to you know what i mean like there's foreshadowing and we think based on what we've experienced so far in like western sort of storytelling to have like a certain outcome but it's going to be different so maybe the reveal just doesn't matter 
as much as we think it does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel well. I don't necessarily like. I know what you're saying, but like for me, I feel like these these are key pieces of information. I just think we got like the smallest, tiniest tidbits of it, and I think they're going to add up to what you're saying. I do think like these were, I do think these were like meant to be important pieces of information, but they're not like the end all be all. Like we were spoon fed little tidbits of information that we need to remember for like three episodes from now. But it's not, but like they're going to add up to what you're talking about, if that makes sense. Like these are, I do think these are important, but they're very, very small pieces of the big puzzle. And they need to be, like, we do need to remember them. And they're, and they are going to matter, but like they're going to matter as like pieces to like some bigger thing. So there's, I guess there's two things here. Like one is uh, that I think that expecting the show to get into too many more, too much more details from what we got tonight, if that's like where we're going. If tonight's stuff was actually true. And we're well, getting... I expect to be consistently shocked because that's what the show does. Like it takes what you're thinking and then it like blows up and your head's like, what? Yeah, I, I, I guess the, my point, though, is that the show never really gets into too many details of its plot. Like I don't. Ex- yeah, I don't expect details. I expect like them to like do weird stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I don't just like I'm not talking like I we're not going to get, I highly, highly, highly doubt we're going to get, like, Ford's backstory, aside from maybe this, like, if we're getting more, it'll be about Fiddleford, it won't be about Ford, and it'll be, like, how they, like, relate or something, or, like, mm. the barest, like, slightest more detail, like, Bill's going to trash talk about Ford, like, that's, I, I almost guarantee that's going to happen, and that will be the kind of bit of background or whatever, but, like, that's done at this point, I feel like, like, I doubt we're going to get more. So, like, that's, like, and then everything else will just get weird. Yeah, like, I feel like we're going to get stuff on what happens, like, with the rift in terms of backstory. But, like, him and he himself, we're just not going to see. I I think we're, I'm not convinced we're going to see more Fiddleford stuff. Uh, That is one thing that's still up in the air is um, Ford's, kind of what Ford was doing in the ultimate thin the dimensions that's that's still not a step i actually i absolutely am certain fiddleford is going to play a key part in the finale i don't don't think he's gonna like be a focus because he there was a segment of the show like the show went in like this chunks of the mysteries of gravity falls then we got to the blind eye stuff and then we got into ford stuff and we had bill stuff before that and like i don't know if we're going back to like this uh mcgucket like focus thing but um, I guess I he could play a role, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Well, what I mean is, like, they have played him off for so long as, like, he's just the scientist who went insane. But I act- I do think... You think me, we're still getting a big reveal from him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, not well, not necessarily a big, big reveal. Like, he will play some part. Like, I don't think he's all there, but he will do something, and it'll, like... Like, he will be a key to something. I don't know if it'll be good or bad. I would hope good. That Fiddleford, like, he has to play a role. We keep seeing him even in flashbacks like he's always around like he's gonna be there and he's gonna do something like that's a guarantee yeah like he yeah he the other yeah the other element to this is i feel like uh we're getting into a pretty straightforward um motivation from uh, bill now and like a bill focus on okay we're releasing the nightmare scape into um the uh into the world right and to me yeah. uh, this is much less interesting than yeah, no, what I, the show was focusing on uh like before this calendar year which is like the author um the mysteries of gravity falls i feel like uh that stuff to me was much more interesting plot wise and this stuff well, is all kind of boring you know now. like yeah it's just like the straightforward apocalypse plot and i'm not sold on that being a super interesting way to end the series i mean i would hope not and it's also just really and i'm still not thought i don't really know if it is his full plan because it's bill cypher and he's always doing something weird and like you would be really i'd be very very disappointed in bill if his plan is just to end the world because like bill you can be better than that you're more creative like bill has to have like an even like ulterior more ulterior motive like bill has to have a reason for wanting to end the world like other than just wanting to let his friends or whatever out like bill i don't know like maybe i have too much faith in like bill bill cypher but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I'm I, I'm kind of accepting maybe more now that the show is actually done trying to explain Gravity yeah. Falls' mysteries because like we got we kind of saw it tied up in uh, the tale of two stands and going to the place where there's anomalies and uh, that's where the rift is uh, and that's why they're I think in it'll Gravity be kind Falls. of like an over the garden thing, like you do that kind of like we're, like we have all these obviously this is Gravity Falls is more explained than over the garden wall, but like I don't. I I never came into I never I've never watched and expected to have the mysteries more explained or like I've never looked for depth there because I've always accepted it 
as like this is the setting and like weird things are going to happen. I mean, if we get an explanation, that'd be incredible and I'd be so amazed. But I expect it to be more like over the garden wall where it's kind of like, oh, it's just kind of here. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of what they explained to us already. So I feel like that's kind of the expectation now is to the. But I guess I guess I just I think where we're at in kind of a more general sense, where we're at with the show now to me is less interest less interesting than it was. Um, when no, this I, was, I understand. Yeah, I agree. When we're Apocalypse focusing on lies. when we're focusing on the mysteries of the show of uh, of the town the and the journals and like we kind of are just a completely different show now since a tale of two stands. Like this is well, much different than it was before. Like when you actually start like unraveling the universe, especially in a show like this, it's not as interesting because like when you're starting to figure things out, you're like, oh, this isn't as like because you always speculate in a more like you know dramatic and interesting way than like and a lot of times things happen. And I know. Makes so when you start, yeah, so when you start to actually get answers, it's like, oh, like that's neat, and like, so I mean, that I think that's just like that's just par for the course. Like, of course, this has happened, and and especially in a show that's in a setting like this, like, it's just what's going to happen. Like, yeah. when you move away, when you move away from Monster of the Week, which can sometimes be more interesting depending on like the monster and like what all you're getting into. When we move into more of a plot like this, which Apocalypse plot is not creative and like this happens literally all the time. I mean, I hope they're, I mean, I would assume they're going to do something different with it. It's Gravity Falls, but we'll just have to yeah, see. Yeah, I don't think they're just going to do a straight, yeah, no. like, Apocalypse plot. They're going to, I hope not. If they, if they, if they do, I'm going to be very sad. I'm not sure if ever, if uh, the general critical consensus with the show agrees with me, but I think that um, we really haven't had an episode in maybe 10, 15 now. Uh, that I feel like was as good as the show's high point with it in like the middle of season one, late season one. Although sec- second half of season one, not as good. And then um, it just I feel like that was kind of when the show was in its stride, when I was most attached to it, when it was kind of uh, most interesting. And it's it's episodes maybe I don't know if the episodes are weaker now. I just I feel like it's guess I guess it's less interesting now that we have uh, everything laid out. You know, well, which is yeah. a da- which is a danger of uh, concluding things. You know. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with we actually have a plot now. Like, we had a plot in season one, but, like, the middle of season one was a lot of, like, Monster of the Week and, like, these weird Standalone like, episodes. They yeah. were... Yeah, they standalone. Weren't. And they were quality. And they were really good. And, and like, you know, character moments and figuring out Gravity Falls. And, yeah, we had... And, like, you're talking about the mysteries more interesting. And now when you have, like, a driven plot like this and you're getting, like, spoon-fed and... A lot of the shows we watch, like, have these formats, and it's very, like, um, I've, like, you know, you watch something like this, you've watched them all, you know, like, how they spoon-feed you, and, like, how plot, and, like, it just, it gets kind of boring, especially when it seems like, I don't think we are, but we're moving towards an apocalypse plot, and we're getting, like, little bits of plot, and, like, and it just, it just happens with, I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously it can be done, like, incredibly well, but, like, sometimes the writing just gets weaker when you're trying to focus on plot, and we've said that character is really where the strong suit is and now we're not focusing so much on the character and it is the plot so this makes sense like it, like the the strength of the show is the standalone like incredible episodes like with Blinden and things like that uh, and then now that we have these yeah and I, I think this episode's a good uh good uh you know a uh, uh, microcosm of uh the general yeah. sense of what the show like the a plot i feel like is more of like the how the show was before and i feel like that's super strong and then the b plot's kind of representative of the problems of this more plot driven uh focus the show has now anyway i i think this is probably the strongest episode in i'd have to look at the episode guy but quite a while for me like i'm pretty happy with well this. i think i well i think i disagree simply because i think i liked the last episode more than you did I'm recalling correctly. I think I was more like positive about it. I might be wrong. You were more I don't positive know if on that episode, yeah. And so, but like, I definitely like this is definitely like a like I can't. How far away ago was Dungeons Dungeons and more Dungeons? Only two I, episodes. I think, well, yeah. that's well. Then I'm fine. That was my favorite episode. We're good. Like I'm in a good spot. That spot. was a good episode. episode I, I think I think this is like to me like okay, it's somewhat of a similar quality dungeons it's obviously better than stancher and candidate for me like i think this is better than not what he seems tale of two stands like i think those were good episodes potentially even great but uh this this episode's more indicative of what i love about the show uh i mean i don't know going back all the way to like into the bunker maybe it's the best episode since into the bunker um early in the season uh northwest mansion mystery was great uh i'm where's northwest i miss her yeah where's what you miss where's pacifica where is she 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Where, where's our Dipsifica? You know, we need some, I know, I've been waiting we need some more Dipsifica. Maybe Bill, will pres- maybe Bill will possess Pacifica. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. Let's, let's do it. Oh. Yeah. Let's get Pacifica back into it. Okay. Uh, Britt, what do you think? Is this, what's the, this is the best episode since what? Or just in general? Well, I like it a lot more than last week's episode. Was- Am I the only one who loved that episode? No, it's stupid. And then the episode before that is, and then it's good. I I put it in the great tier. In the great tier of our non-existent tiers, yeah. No, I I don't know. I think no one's going to agree with me, but I think this is better than that. What he seems in Tale of Two Stands. Um, Okay, let's let's do move to our stray thoughts part of this av club article where let's go over joe what what what's bless you what stand what standout jokes uh can you think from this bless you again uh delaney what standout jokes from this um the harry potter joke is always yeah. stand always for me like target audience right here um just okay let's candy, so brutal. Candy. Like, Let, let's like, run through my outline quickly and Wheel comments when appropriate. Okay. Uh, Princess Lovacorn says, buy my 42 accessories in the beginning. Uh, we, uh, we should note the shortened theme and not our full theme like I like. Uh, board game Neconomicompoly. Uh, don't wake Stalin. That was so good. <laughs> what, could, oh, what could go wrong in the board game? Uh, our, our few stands. Santiago, do you have 24 hours to get these pugs across the whatever border? I don't know what he said, but... <laughs> The Mexican border. border, yeah, yeah, and the U.S. border, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they're in Oregon, and that I'm doesn't like, make but, sense. But where are you going? Uh, Mabel's finally. I finally <laughs> have age to go to wizard school. If there's an owl in this bag, he's long dead. <laughs> Says Ford. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> well, it reminds me of the really terrible joke that it's like, how long does an owl live? And it's like six and a half books. And I'm like, this is so terrible. That's what that reminded me of, and I was displeased. Mabel uh, is like obsessed with unicorns. Uh, she's banned from the petting zoo because she. What did she do? She taped a uh, traffic cone. Traffic cone. <laughs> of course, is that yeah. Not even like a paper towel roll or the, like the sweater a party hat. She, she's wearing right now is a unicorn. They point out the sweater. That's good. It's a really good sweater, by the way. Like we're talking like top five sweaters. Uh, Mabel has a harpoon gun. Uh, it's okay to give <laughs> weapons to children, yeah. right? In this dimension, like really? In this, yeah, come on, Ford. In this dimension, is it okay? I guess there's a few. It must be okay. Uh, we had, uh, as Britt pointed out, Wendy was wearing a House Stark shirt. Yeah. I did not catch that. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, we get nice. I mean, she's totally a Stark. Let's be honest. Wendy would I watch mean, Game yeah. of Thrones, though. I mean, she, she all did. She would like the Stark. She do. Is, is Wendy the Sansa of? Um... No, she's Egret. Only she's she Arya. No. I feel like Pacifica is the Sansa. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Candy has this thing about licking the unicorn's neck. Candy terrifies me to my core. She creeps me out so hard. We had the Dude. thing. We had the thing about the deepest voice of druids of old, and we had the... <laughs> so good. Wait, that that was one of my favorites. Like Gren, that's Grenda like doing it. Yeah, her singing was marvelous. I was proud of her. Celeste Bella Bella Bell's room of enchantment and Bethabel. Uh, she has a whole thing about shoes, uh, and Mabel. I, I, what do you think of how this char- this episode does for Mabel's character? Everything about her being a good person and stuff. I mean, it's cute it's... and like it works. But I don't know. I do like yeah. the uh, when they try to connect the plot lines when. Um, uh, and the Ford literally goes, "You're a good person, Mabel." I was like, "Okay, Tenzin." <laughs> <laughs> okay, t- like, okay, Tenzin. Like, oh, all Accurate. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go back now. The uh, what, what was the uh, connection? It was Dipper's trying to. Uh, They're trying to purify, purify or protect his mind, and Mabel's trying to purify her heart. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, that's, I appreciate trying to to tie them together, and I mean, they kind I of. I kind of liked it for like the two seconds where it was like I do tease Dipper a lot, and people have complained about how like Dipper is so nice to Mabel and he sacrifices <sighs> everything to Mabel and Mabel terrible sister, blah blah blah. I enjoyed that for like two seconds, and then I was like, Nah, this is fine. Mabel, go punch the unicorn. Yes, uh, 
and then like all the girls back her up and then they come home and they're covered in unicorn like blood yeah you know they just like murdered some unicorns this this isn't some shoe store as they walk out of the room of enchantment and uh, (laughs) which i guess i don't know if we should be calling it by the thing that's less to beth abelabel says can they get can they get charged with like unicorn aside like llama side no it's this isn't harry potter they're not gonna get go to azkaban for killing a unicorn and has a half-life he but no Stan was charged with homicide. I feel like they would be upset about dead. I was in Oklahoma. <laughs> that was okay. Oregon has different unicorn laws. Okay, Britt, expert in unicorn law. Uh, we have the training montage with with uh, Mabel becoming good. I heard the eighties music coming, and I was like, everything with Mabel is always like eighties music, and it makes me so happy. We go back to Celeste uh, Seabell. What, what do they call? What do the, her friends call her? Um, C- I thought Beth. I said C- 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 no, Beth. No, I think C Beth, because Beth is in okay. her name. Um, and uh, it, she says, uh, You're crushing like 10 da- dandelions right now. Those are basically children's dreams. Uh, <laughs> she has a three o'clock posing in front of a rainbow. That was really good. <laughs> and then, like, the animation with that, I was just like in tears. It was beautiful. Uh, we like, talked about the uh, drug bust with the uh, gnomes and stuff. Then we have the. The say what do you the satyr with um with uh Seabeth uh doth uh, mine eyes deceive me says <laughs> uh yo Seabeth are you pulling this pure of heart scam again uh the only things their horn or horns are for are for glowing uh point to the nearest <laughs> rainbow and to play rave music <laughs> of course the unicorn is the rave music so good that's great that was really good yeah that this that whole scene is my favorite uh. Keep, they keep they keep hair to them to their cells just to take humans off, and uh, then they have, they right. fight the you know they fight everything the unicorns and that's just great punches yeah. the unicorn face. Mabel is my hero. Uh, unicorn hair, no, that would did anyone say unicorn hair? No, that would have been perfect. They finally <laughs> they finally gave us this treasure chest to get rid of us. That's good. And then Stan, at last, returns. money. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Uh, today I learned that I had, there was a lack of stand in this episode. There was, but he had those two lines with uh, the pugs and money. Uh, today I learned that morality is relative. I mean, any episode that ends with Mabel saying Stan that is be, wonderful. Yeah, Dan would be so proud. Yeah, and then the end we have the shield shield around the shack, um, and then Bill's like, as long as they're inside, they're safe. But his next pawn on the outside. Okay, let's end on this. Who will be Bill's next pawn? Seuss. It seems like where they're going, Seuss, right? But they've also hinted at we have to get back to um, what's his face, um, my the person I hate, Gideon. Gideon, yeah, they had that last week too. But... I mean, Gideon likes tried to summon him too. So yeah, I like what's like what's the point really... of that if it's not he's not going and Gideon? Yeah, yeah. But... Just, what if he he could just I mean theoretically he could possess more than one person at once. Yeah, probably. that's true. But we but we have already arrived at my favorite idea, which is Pacifica. Pacifica. That would be. I mean, why be... why do we have Northwest Mansion mystery? And then it's been seven episodes now since, uh, or like five, six episodes now since we. Like have, there hasn't been a Pacifica. We had all this we development with Pacifica. Back. We had all this Pacifica, and it has not paid off yet. And I demand I that it be. I mean, he could he could possess Pacifica. That's. Just I hope that's be, where we're going with just this. Just to be mean, he could possess one of Dipper's lost clones. Um. Oh, yeah. I feel like that I was, feel like that it's was either my... going to be Gideon or Zeus, though. Like that has to be. Yeah, like I, I think Gideon or Zeus are like the Windy, logical Windy answers. Would be really weird. That would be neat too, though. Wendy, that would like mess Dipper up hardcore. Yeah, like I would. I would also like Wendy. Yeah. What Dylan about... just wants all the women to be possessed. I just just want more female involvement in the main plot. I mean, same. Yeah. That is what I'm. I'm also, just Pacifica different, for, separate from this. We need more Pacifica back in the plot. There you go. Yes. Okay. No, I've Pacifica. Where is she? Yes. Okay. Closing. Closing thoughts. Also, on... where's Waddles? Waddles. Oh uh, no! Wait. He's possessing Waddles. <laughs> we've oh. we've solved it. Okay. We solved it. We solved it. Okay. I feel like we have co- covered enough in the last Mabel and I'm super high on it. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see the fan reaction, but we only have to wait two weeks for uh, next week's um, not next week's Ooh. next episode, Roadside Attraction. So there we go. Nice. nice. Which one? What's the description on that one? I don't I don't see the description. I guess we could click into the thing. 
quick into the season two plot uh stan brings the kids on a road trip to ruin every other tourist trap in oregon <laughs> oh <laughs> that's interesting amazing. uh chelsea Peretti uh is uh chelsea Peretti is More a guest stan, voice yes okay uh i'm dylan heisen that's delaney stovall Brett falcon you can find all of our links and everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. you can support our patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated huge thanks uh to our current patrons uh i am realizing <laughs> that we didn't nickname <laughs> jamie yet uh oh, thanks to our current patron shana mitch cordell beatrice nate andy and th- jamie a uh, recent patron thank you very much jamie jamie hey now hey fever mitch cordell university beatrix strange buzz Lightyear. i don't know what jamie's nickname is yet do we have ideas right now well i gave you my idea and you didn't like it what was your so. idea what well, was like Game of Thrones? Which oh yeah, is a no, that's a, that's a terrible idea. Be, no, I don't it like it. Should be the nickname, <laughs> but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, well, well, okay, we'll work on it. We have some time. It'll happen. For now, um, well, well, for now, you're Kingslayer. That's because that's all we have for now. You're okay, right that's now. all we have like for now. Appropriate okay. and okay one that we can use. <laughs> uh yeah he's gonna be like i don't even watch game of thrones it's stupid i mean i mean we are an animation podcast you can't expect people to watch although uh wendy watches game of thrones that's good i don't know what the implications are of game of thrones existing within the gravity falls universe but then again rick and and morty already exists within the game of thrones universe so they have tv they have tv that's true so there's duck detective harry potter um yeah that's that this episode would imply that harry potter exists too yeah okay uh we've already had closing thoughts i think i think we're good um did i forget anything about the ending i don't think think so so. okay thanks listen guys we'll see you in two weeks or you know there's be six podcasts in the meantime so you can check us out steven universe is back on thursday yay and uh we'll see you next time at live two weeks for the next gravity falls episode thanks guys bye see you